Welcome to the Wedding of Distinction podcast, a program for the unique bride and groom. The Wedding of Distinction is a concept, a concept where brides and grooms want something better, not just your average wedding. We have the tools to make that happen. Now, here's your host, Mike Fernino. That's Mr. Fernino. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Wedding of Distinction, everybody. Today on the program, we're going to discuss wedding venues. Now, when a couple gets engaged, one of the very first things they need is to consider where they're going to have their wedding reception. In the southern New England region, where I'm from, we have a plethora of great options. Everything from small, intimate, rustic facilities to the grandest of grand. The secret of happiness is finding the right venue, a venue that fits you like a glove. But where do you start? I've often said in private, if you really want to know what a venue is all about, just ask a DJ or a photographer. And that's because we know every little nook and cranny about these venues that we work at. The good, the bad, and the ugly. There's a lot of good, but there is some ugly as well. And sometimes the bride and groom can make a big mistake simply because they didn't have the correct information going into making their decision. Today on the program, I speak with John Munno of John Munno Weddings. John is an outstanding professional wedding photographer based in Southbury, Connecticut. He is most known and sought after for his classic, rich, and colorful style of wedding photography. John is a four times best of the Knot wedding winner, along with a member of the Knot Hall of Fame. His photography has garnered him over 85 five-star reviews on the internet, and he's loved by his clients for his hard work and dedication to his craft. So let's get into it. What is the right wedding venue for you? Today, with John Munno on the Wedding of Distinction podcast. On the Zoom line today, I have uh, Mr. John Munno, and John is of John Munno Weddings, and he is a very well-known and very uh, accomplished photographer here in the state of Connecticut. John, welcome to the program today, The Wedding of Distinction. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Otherwise, it would just be talking by myself. That wouldn't be any fun. I know that you are, you're very active on the Facebook groups. You're very active giving information and helping brides and grooms, couples planning weddings. And I know that you have a guide that you put together. So we want to talk about that. Tell me a little bit about what you have on your website to help wedding couples who are putting together their weddings. Yeah, my heart goes out to all the couples. I know they're trying to plan their wedding. They're going to school. They're moving. Um, they're changing jobs. And it's a very difficult thing to try and plan your wedding. And it's, it's daunting. It's a very daunting task. So what I've done is I put together a whole wedding planning section of articles on my website, johnmunoweddings.com. Under the wedding planning section, I have articles covering many of the topics like, you know, what are the costs of a photographer? How do you choose a good photographer? What's a wedding planning timeline? How much time do I need for things? Um, wedding photography styles. And one of the uh, articles I put together is on how to choose a wedding venue because I see so many couples on these different groups that are, what's you know, the difference between Saint, you know, this castle and this venue or that and the Good Speed Opera House, that was a, you know, a recent thing. So couples really want to know, how do I choose a venue? And there's so many venues, they don't know where to start. And this article has about 14 different questions that you can ask and gives you all kinds of insights. Because as Mike mentioned, 
we as vendors get the behind the scenes look of what a venue is all about. We get to go get the bridal suite. We get to know what the ceremony area is like. We get to taste the food, the cooking, all that. So we are really, you know, some of the best people to ask about venues because we know them very well. We visit them over and over again. There's no doubt about that. We have an intimate view of wedding venues and not just one time, over and over and over at certain places we're visiting all the time. So who would be in a better position to make recommendations for a bride and groom? So let's get into, let's get into the guide. Let's kind of talk a little, without giving it all away, let's talk about some of the important things that a bride and groom should look for when uh, in search of a, the right venue for them. Yeah, and today, you know, with the way weddings are, couples really, there's not like a cookie cutter to weddings. You know, everyone creates their own wedding. And it's like starting from, from nothing in a sense. And some people want a rustic wedding. Some people want a, an elegant wedding. Some people want a wedding on the beach. So the first thing that you want to really think about is the first question is location. So where do you want your venue to be? You know, are you a beach person? You're a mountain person? Are you, you know, a city slicker, city person? So you want to first choose a venue in a location that's going to fit things that you like, areas of Connecticut that you like, you know, locale to, you know, families, houses, things like that. So location Really, really important to think about. And Connecticut has so many different wedding venues to fit all the different genres of wedding, you know, styles that are out there. No doubt about that. And you know as much as uh, I do that the, the, the latest thing with barns and country style weddings has been pretty popular. Uh, talk a little bit about that because, you know, being a professional photographer, you know that it is crucial that a bride and groom pick a place that has great photo opportunities. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it's if photos are very important. And as a photographer, I'm always thinking about what's going to make the best photos for my, my clients. So these are things that you want to think about when you go to the venue. Um, like first is the location of the venue, as we discussed. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, what does the venue have to offer me for my photography um, purposes? And that's going to be a lot of things. So we can jump right into the ceremony, okay? Because if you're going to have the ceremony at the venue, where's it going to be at? You know, is, is it a nice ceremony location? Is it, is it what happens if it rains? Where's it going to be? See, a lot of venues, some of them don't say, I'm going to be a wedding venue. They may start off as a farm or they may start off as a golf course or they may start off as a ski resort and then along the way decide, hey, we're going to do weddings. And some are very well equipped to do that um, because they came, gave birth with the idea of being a wedding venue. But a lot of venues, it's a kind of a secondary thing. So things like ceremony locations, you're, you, you, know, you have cars, you have parking lots in your pictures, power lines and things like that. So you want to find out where is the ceremony location? You know, how many people can it fit? And, you know, if there's a case of rain, where do we go from there? That's an example. Another example is a bridal suite. So a lot of couples want, you know, getting ready photos. Now, bridal suites, I've done um, getting ready shots in locker rooms. I've done getting ready shots in, um, in like attics, in storage rooms, in practically things as big as broom closets. And they're all touted as bridal suites. So you really want to find out, you know, when you go to the venue, let me see the getting ready location. You know, what does it look like? 
because that's going to be a big aspect of your photos. And sometimes it's actually better to go to a hotel and do your getting ready shots than do them in a venue that's going to be a locker room or a broom closet or something like that. These are great points uh, that you're making. Also, uh, size of the room versus the amount of guests that are invited uh, getting an appropriate fit. I mean, totally. That's another question is what is the size of my wedding? You know, some weddings are very, they're very intimate. They're very, really small. And then if you take that and put that into a huge, huge hall, the hall absorbs, like eats up and consumes the wedding and it takes away that intimate sense. Likewise, if you have a large wedding, I've done some weddings where we've been so packed. I did a wedding a couple of years ago and I won't mention names, but we had so many people in the venue that you couldn't even move from table to table and the band and we had to move the whole reception out on the porch <laughs> because there was no room inside for dancing. Mm -hmm. So size, you know, it, it fits all. And in the sense that you want to make sure that you get a good venue that's comfortably going to fit all your guests for seating and nice places to dance without being too big or too small. And then an uh, almost overlooked aspect for a wedding venue, the food. I mean, yeah, it's uh, all about the cathedral ceilings, the marble floors, and, and the view, but uh, it's really important to have a place that's going to satisfy your guests with uh, you know, good quality food. And you and I both know that's not always the case. It's, you know, there's a lot to talk about. It's a good, it's an excellent point. Food is a big topic. And, you know, some venues will provide you with the food. Some you have to get a caterer. So those are things you want to find out, you know, first. And the quality of food is really important. Also, some places will provide for you like a, um, a Venetian a dessert bar, you know, um, where it's just you can have incredible dessert bars and things like that. So that's sometimes part of their package. So these are things you want to find out about is what kind of food does it fit, you know, the taste of everybody and other things that you're not going to necessarily know about the venue is how good at they at being able to get the food out to clients. Mm. I mean, I've been to wedding venues where it took two hours to get everyone fed. And so basically the whole reception turned into just waiting to bring food out uh, to eat. And there wasn't a lot of time for dancing and things like that. Some venues can, you know, they're, they're great because they can crank out hundreds of meals and have not a problem with that. Other places have smaller kitchens and you could be really not having the best experience for your wedding reception if everyone's sitting around for two and a half hours to get served. Another, um, another thing to consider too, I would bring up is that there seems to be a divide between certain venues that haven't remodeled their facility in quite some time. And then of course the new ones that are brand new and polished and sparkling. I mean, there's no doubt there's a difference in uh, price uh, too. So I guess it all depends on budget. What is your opinion, John, on Thursday weddings? Uh, Thursday weddings have become popular lately and uh, usually people get a discount for doing that uh, that day instead of doing it on the weekend, but it's a big inconvenience for some of the guests. People leave early. What do you what do you think about Thursday weddings? They're good options. I have a whole article on my website as well about you know when to 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 hire when to choose a venue. Like right now, 2022 is really really booked up because we still have people from 21 and 2020 with COVID that had to cancel or move. 
and and people are all trying to get into these weekend dates you have three years of people trying to get into you know a very limited number of wedding dates because wedding season is very short in connecticut we're talking may till really october that's it so number one if you go to like a thursday wedding you have more availability number two you're not having to deal with sometimes two weddings at the same day so you have more leeway to be at the venue you have more time there and number three you have the ability to um, save money so there's a lot of pluses for doing sometimes friday weddings sunday weddings and even more so like a thursday wedding what do you think about as far as the the amount of time needed in order to book uh, a wedding what's appropriate because i know that some people say Oh, it's six months down the line. I still have time. And there's other people that like to book their venues three years in advance. What do you think is the the average or the appropriate amount of time in advance to book a venue? I would say a, a one year to two years. A year in advance um, is I wouldn't do less. I don't I don't recommend doing less than a year in advance, especially right now with all the the backlogs from COVID. Um, even like usually you want to pick your venue first usually photographer second, then we start moving to some of your other vendors. So, you know, you should have that venue booked at least a year in advance. And as far as the photography sessions that you do at these venues, uh, and, and we're not going to get into individual venues or, or any of that, but do you have any recommendations as far as uh, places, parks, oceanfront properties that you like to go as a photographer to do uh, pre-shots. I know that uh, the first look is a very popular. And in fact, would you hit on first look? Because there's still a lot of people that don't even know what first look is. Excellent questions. Now, this is like kind of an eye opener. This is gonna be an eye opener for a lot of people. And my, I'm always looking out for my, my clients. What's gonna be the best for them? Um, a lot of venues are not gonna let you on property until an hour before the ceremony. And usually a half an hour before the ceremony, the event or the day coordinator is gonna take away the bride and put her into the bridal suite so nobody sees her. So really, if you're told you can only be on property an hour before the, venue, the ceremony starts and the coordinator is going to take you away a half an hour away, you only have 30 minutes of photos before your ceremony. Now, that becomes a problem. If you want to start doing getting ready shots, you know, hey, you've got this beautiful venue, but you can't even use it. You can't arrive really 30 minutes before to get photos. So that sometimes makes getting ready photos out of the question. And it also can do something like a first look out of the question. So <clears throat> the first thing you want to find out too, a good question to ask your venue is how soon can you be on property? It's a big question. Sometimes venues, if they do two weddings in a day, they're going to really cram them in. And you're going to be lucky if you can get a half an hour of photos before a ceremony. So if the venue will let you on like only one wedding a day, they have a lot more leeway. And if you can't get on property soon enough to do those things, you have to choose a different location. So it's sometimes better to go to a hotel and do getting ready shots because generally I recommend an hour and a half for getting ready photos. If you only have 30 minutes before a ceremony, it's not enough time. But if you go to a hotel, hey, you could be there for hours, see? If you go to a park, let's say a nice state park, the beach, before the ceremony, then you can do a first look. Then you can do portraits and things like that. And you don't have to have all your photos crammed into the cocktail hour. So first looks are really beautiful. There's the opportunity for the bride and groom to see each other for the first time. And what's nice about a first look is that it can be very intimate. 
like to have a first look in front of a ceremony, there's a lot of people around, there's things going on. Sometimes you can't take in that moment because it's happening so fast. But if you have, let's say, a, in a park, the first look with a bride and groom, they can have that moment to see each other. Then they can have that, that moment to enjoy each other, to be alone, to take it in, to laugh, to cry, to, to experience that. And then that can segue into doing portraits with each other. So I do a lot of first looks and I do a lot of um, all like day coverage in my packages and they make for such beautiful photos, really, really intimate, really, really beautiful moments, candid moments, and just a lot more variety in your photos when you get them all delivered to you. What's, what's your favorite time of year? I mean, to me, I, I like summer. I mean, I really do. I'm a summer guy. I like summer. Um, you know, weather is generally fairly stable in the summer. You can be outside. You have longer daylight. You have more opportunities for photos. So, you know, you, things are open, you have all the access to the beaches, the rivers, so many of the parks. So to me, summer, and we have an extended, you know, we have J June, July, August, September. You know, you're not like crunched trying to get photos into a, a, a narrow point of time. Amen. So let's talk about the guide and uh, give the listeners of uh, my podcast all the information, how they can uh, go and and get the information from your website and uh, the planner that you have. So my website is johnmunnoweddings.com. That's M-U-N-N-O, followed by the word weddings with an S. And there is a whole wedding planning um, section. So you just go up to the top bar. It says wedding planning. And I have uh, about eight, nine, ten different articles on there that are all designed to help couples in the planning of their weddings, everything from picking venues to laying out the timeline, because a lot of couples, they just don't know how much time is it going to take. That's the biggest thing. People are like, oh, it's five hours. And I'm like, no, it's not going to be five hours. Reality check. So that wedding planning timeline is going to tell you all the different segments of a wedding, how much time they take, so you can get a better idea of how many hours of coverage you need, et cetera. Last question. I'm not going to ask you to pick your favorite venue. <laughs> We're not going to go that direction. But what would be your version of the right, perfect fit for, you know, from beginning to end uh, for a venue? What, what, what would be the best all around uh, to, uh, to please? Well, that's, a, that's a tough question. This is, of course, you, according to John. Wedding okay. is according to John now. All right. According to John. So according to me, okay, I would prefer, number one, a wedding, a venue that only does one wedding a day. Mm -hmm. That way, that space is yours. You don't have to compete with other weddings, buses, party vans, et cetera, et cetera, limitations on where you can go, you know, what part of the venue, all those kinds of things. Ideally, the venue will allow you to come on property at least three hours before the ceremony. That way you can have your getting ready shots. That way you can do a first look. You can do portraits before your ceremony to get some of those out of the way so you can enjoy the cocktail hour. Ideally, they'll have a very nice bridal suite with window lighting, okay, not fluorescence locked in a room. So you can get really beautiful uh, shots of the getting ready photos. Ideally, they'll have a nice area outside, not a parking lot, but actually space to go out with pretty grounds to get beautiful photos of a first look 
get photos of your portraits and things like that. Ideally, a nice ceremony area, you know, with nice views and not, you know, power lines, parking lots, et cetera, you know, that you can actually have a beautiful ceremony, nice views, unencumbered by those kinds of things. Once again, nice area for portraits and a reception area that's made for that, you know, that there's not, you know, water pipes hanging from the ceiling and things like that, that the venue area is designated as a venue space, a nice dance floor, nice space for seating, and, you know, beautiful decor is always nice, nice lighting is very nice. You know, that would be my ideal venue. And then to fit the style of what kind of a wedding you want, be it a rustic wedding or a, um, a you know, modern wedding, elegant, a castle, et cetera, et cetera. Premium advice, premium advice. Thank you, my friend. John, I appreciate your time. John Mono from John Mono Weddings uh, with us today on the podcast. Be well. Have a nice off season, John. Well, thank you. I have a little break, but actually it's pretty busy all the way through this year into wedding, into January, December. So uh, we will keep on keeping on. <laughs> we'll keep on keeping on. Thanks so much, brother. This here is a remarkable, so, so the Wedding of Distinction podcast is a production of Music in Motion Entertainment. All rights reserved. Any unauthorized publication of this program is strictly prohibited. For the Wedding of Distinction podcast, I'm Mike Vincent. Happy wedding planning, everybody. Come on.